This episode of Size Matters is brought to you by all of you who wrote in over the past two weeks giving us so much encouragement. Seriously, if there were any doubts I had about us having an audience who cared about the show, they were all blown away by all the awesome stuff you guys wrote us over Twitter, FA, and email. I'm sorry that we were gone for a little longer than we planned, but I hope that you forgive us and will stick with us because we're back and bigger than ever. Oh wait, this was supposed to be a commercial, wasn't it? Well, uh, how about eggs? Yeah, eggs. The other, other white meat. Well, that wasn't very good now, was it? Oh, well. This week on Size Matters, a time vortex sends you back in time two weeks. It's really September 16th, and we didn't miss an episode after all. Hold on a second. That means I have to do all that overtime I worked over the past two weeks again, doesn't it? And watch the Rangers lose seven straight games and teeter on the brink of elimination before coming back to life in the last week of the season to tie for a wildcard spot. Man, the past two weeks kind of sucked, didn't they? But maybe, maybe that was because Size Matters wasn't where it was supposed to be. Maybe if we actually do have an episode, then I'll get off work early, the Rangers will win the pennant, and we'll all have a macro dance party all across the country. Sounds great, doesn't it? Then let's get it started here on Size Matters. Hey everyone, it's Monday, Saturday, <laughs> oh no, wait, Monday, October, September 30th, September that, 30th. That intro was like, so super certain, she's like, it's Monday. <laughs> I, forgot, I totally forgot to look what day it was, and it's been so long, I've totally forgot what, how to do this. Oh my gosh, thing. that was amazing. Uh, yes, Monday, October, no, September 30th, jeez. I Something like that. I'm we're, we're doing it on Tuesday. a day. My phone comes in on Tuesday, and that's October, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm already jumped ahead. The Gilded 5S. Yeah. But we're Size Matters. It's, it's the Size Matters podcast. We're still here. Yeah. Don't worry. We're I, live. I know. I know. I know we, we, were, really? we were dark for a few weeks, and I'm sorry for that, but it's something that, no. that uh, yeah. you know, we're going to come back bigger and better than ever, right? Yes. We, just, right, we, took those, we took those three weeks to really dive deep into ourselves and really look at things in a different way and from it we've learned how to do things better and bigger and faster and stronger and now it's a daft punk song <laughs> so basically Man, you just lost me i'm out all right see you guys right. in, in a month all right later <laughs> no, um, I'll, I'll be here I'll, I'll, you know i guess if i'm not here then the podcast will never end up getting posted because i'm the only one with the passwords i could take it over if someone would give them to me <laughs> anyway uh, oh uh, uh i'm, I'm Quandry bashir i'm kenson shimobi we have lost our touch <laughs> I, I i don't think we ever really had a touch <laughs> nope we were in the process of developing it but then it then it got smooshed along with everything else but it's not just us two that are here we're joined by frieder hi frieder yes hello and, and we're gonna do this like we had never done an intro for a podcast that sun, that got stopped because right. Skype then started not working very well, and All also kinds of... the the Windows was yeah. blue screening on your machine. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Everyone. <laughs> that was listening. not a good day. Everyone listening, I have to I have to tell you, when we tried to record this before, it was to ago. the point where technology had had it with me. It was so bad. 
to the point where my laptop completely blue screened trying to download because uh, we were trying to do a different thing with a thing and then I tried to download something and blue screen. And, and at that point, we were basically just Okay. Well, Honestly, all, all three of us were having technology issues because I know uh, I was having an issue with uh, my computer just having that delay uh, between uh, yeah. the you know, recording, and, and I think that was also going through Skype. So in addition to the Skype sluggishness, there was also a delay there. Right. And Fredo, you were having like a problem with your microphone, right? Yeah. Yeah. The drivers or something. Yeah. Got it fixed. Anywho. Anywho. Uh, so yeah, it's you know there was technology problems all around, but. We are still here. Out, we, we let that sit in the past two weeks. We let it rest. And mm-hmm. now we're going to come back, and it's going to be completely free of, of any problems. Refurbished least, with direct Ethernet connections and good microphones and not blue screens of death. At least until we, uh, uh, at least until we stop recording, unless we're done with it. And then right. my laptop's hard drive gets erased overnight. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Heck no. That... <laughs> okay, praying for that not to happen. It well, couldn't... your audio, your guys' audio would still be there. I, I would just have to probably I would re-record it tomorrow, like like I was there. <laughs> that that would not really work too well. Oh gosh. Yep. So, so bottom line, we are still learning things, but we're still doing the show. We've just grown so big that you guys couldn't see us at first because you know we're outside the universe. So, you just blew my mind. Frieder, can you Frieder, can you explain that to me? The uh, growth. What, what did he just say? Um, he he said that we, well, you guys probably grew so big that nobody could see you. But how would that work? How would it work? Um. Well, I suppose it'd be you would get so large that you might take up the whole sky. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you would be seeing you, but you wouldn't be able to see, comprehend their whole form. But you become the sky. Right. And yeah. then everyone thinks you're the sky and starts calling you sky. Hmm. And then you become a news network in Britain. Yeah, so now the, so now the new sky is yellow with black spots for clouds. Fuzzy sky. Or maybe, maybe, maybe just one of my spots becomes the new night sky. And it's just all twinkly because my fur is glistening. <laughs> I'm a whole quadrant. So, Frieder, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you, you've, you've been talking. We, we we said we introduced you, but we didn't really say who you were. Yeah. Uh, so, so what what kind of what kind of person are you? What kind of fur, fur are you over there? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, um, I'm a fennec fox, and um, I'm also a micro fur, sort of. So cute. <laughs> I do see here in your picture on Skype, you have a a, a shrink or well. Some ray gun. I'm not sure if it's shrink or growth ray yes. gun. Oh yeah, that's in here. Um, that's well, that's something um, from the Big Furs IRC. Huh. Um, Gat and Gat about. He steals people's growth devices, but he let me have my shrink ray. Aww. But um, unfortunately, it only shrinks. It doesn't grow back, so it's a one-way trip. Oh, that's that hmm. seems counterproductive that that's, that, <laughs> that almost reminds me it does remind me actually it's almost like dragonian's question where it's like if you could choose one or the other i think it was dragonian 
Curse you, Dragonian. You have so many questions. Everything's know... Dragonian. <laughs> Everything's Dragonian. <laughs> that's, that, that's the real secret. It's Dragonian's actually the one who grew and took up he's, the entire universe, which is why he's... our knowledge pool. He, he, he completely filled up our inbox <laughs> and, and then just kept growing. Yep, lol. And he just... Once he bit on, he just... He didn't stop. But anyway, it was the question where it was like, if you had one choice, you could either grow and stay that way or shrink and stay that way. Which, which would it be? And that's pretty much that shrink ray right there. Hmm. What about you it guys? It has materialized. What next? What was that, Frieder? I said, what about you guys? Mm-hmm. For the question. Hmm? What do uh, you mean? Uh, didn't we say that? What? The, 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 there was, that was a few weeks ago, the, the question that you were just asking. Oh, oh whoops. Yeah, it's okay. We, we can that. we can answer it again. Actually, I don't what my answer was. I think yeah. I said grow. Oh, I, no, I think it was something like if you could ha- if you could pick one size that you could be, but you had to stay that size or something. Right, forever. Like you yeah. had one shot, and then you couldn't go. You couldn't go back. And I think that's I, where you were you were saying like something like yeah twenty feet because yeah like post and fifty would become. I don't know that that happened like. That happened B, B. It happened C, the last B millennia before the ago. cheetah break. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Two, two weeks, before so. everything decided to fall. Ancient apart. history. Yep. It's like sand between my fingers, my paws just. So, but um, the answer was fifty feet for me, but. I think your answer was lower than that. Was it? I kind of. You know what? We could re-answer it if you wanted to. You want to take turns? I, I could just go. You know, I, I, we have the podcast files here. Right? We could just go back and. Oh. I could just paste in the answer. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's, that's, that. that's what the smart person does because that, that, that saves yeah, time, yeah. right? Yeah. Right? Well, I kind of want to do – say another answer though. Like I want to flip it and say I would be – Well, tiny. doesn't that defeat the whole purpose of having to stay that size forever and pick one size? Yeah, but it's just a question. <laughs> it's not real life. I'll pick every size then. I want to yeah. be every size forever. <laughs> stop, stop, rah, rah. <laughs> We could do that. So – uh, speaking of like kinds of contributing questions and stuff, this is the worst segue ever. We were going to talk about uh, Frieder, your new magazine uh, called Loom. Yep. Would you like to care? Would you like to? Uh, would you like to care? Yes, you would love to care. Would you like to uh, explain a little bit about it? Jensen, I don't think you're allowed to make segues in this podcast. Anymore. Nope, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you ban me from it or something? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do think that happened. Oh gosh. Anywho, so Loom. Yeah, what what Kenson said. How, how how did that come? Well, what is Loom, uh, Frieder? What just you know, people probably have heard a little bit about it, but some people may not have. What what is what is it about? Well, um, it's sort of a um, well, it's a a small magazine or a zine for um, macro furry artists and writers. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the main goal was to. Um, allow people to see their artwork and uh, writing presented in a, a professional sort of format who may mm. not have previously gotten the chance to. Right. Okay. And and so how's that? Uh, so so what state is it in then? Is it something you know? I, I guess you. Well, I'm asking a question that I know the answer to. You've <laughs> done the you've done the first issue, the test issue, and yeah, and that's something that you actually had printed and. Are, Shipping out, I guess now. Yes. Yeah, I, I shipped out. Um, I, I shipped out a test copy to see if it actually gets to the person because I don't want to send them all out and then have them all sent back. Right. 
right now, um, I've only I'm only sending them to uh, people in the U.S. right now. I haven't tried sending it internationally. Oh, that'll be fun when you do. Yes. But one one person <laughs> has shown. I, I mean, I know uh, I know a couple people were from Canada who who submitted stuff, and then uh, one per two people. Well, one person was from Italy. So that's Sparky the Chew, isn't it? No, no, it was. Um, oh, really? Max Sparky the Chew's from Italy. Yes. Yeah, he's from Rome, I think. Yep, he's from Rome. Assassino! Sorry, I'm done. Um, <laughs> but um, I think I know one of the ones from Canada. Is it a certain devil Todd known as Beharit? Yep. Yes. Canada's not even international. Come it, on. It, yeah, well, it's, well, yeah. It's, it's America Junior. Oh, you know, up there, eh, they got all kinds of weird stuff like milk in bags. <laughs> Sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> you actually, for the longest time, Frieder, I thought you were Canadian. Really? At first, I don't know why, uh, huh. because... I just thought I'd seen you say something about being from Canada, huh. but huh. you know. You're well, I used, to live, I used to live close to Canada, like oh, within okay. walking distance. So, wait, within what? What? Yeah, walking you could, distance. You could, yeah, you could walk over. Well, I suppose all of us who are of the large variety could just walk over to Canada. But still, but keep in mind he's a micro, so that's actually saying yeah, that's saying double. a lot. You had to live within inches. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, but, but really, you're still kind of close to Canada because. You're, you're in the Cleveland area, and that's just right across the, the lake from oh Pittsburgh, my gosh. right? Freighter, you're in Cleveland? No, well, I'm in Akron. Oh, okay. okay. I'm going to be well, moving to Parma okay. slash Cleveland soon. Akron's kind of the Cleveland area, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> no, it's, I know Akron is a, is a relatively medium-sized city. It's not, yeah. it's not like a small town, but yeah, we're it's about close a, to Cleveland. We're about 37 miles from, from Cleveland. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cuyahoga Falls. I will definitely be visiting yeah. you. And doing what your magazine says, looming over you when I move up to Parma, because you'll be close. Hey, what's the city that Tommy Boy takes place in? Tommy Boy? Oh. oh. Sandusky. It's, that's a real – isn't that where Cedar Point is? Yes. Sandusky? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And in fact, Sandusky, I've heard that Sandusky wouldn't even really exist if it wasn't for Cedar Point. Like it wouldn't be a, a like a place people know about because well, Sandusky a- is kind of owned by Cedar Fair. So – for all intents and purposes, I've never been to Cedar Point. I oh my gosh! Go. Panda I never have either. Wait, you, but wait, you're, you live right. You live like basically next to it. Come on, Freeder, Freeder. Yeah, okay, maybe it's an hour and a half away, but, but I've still. never been to a, a big amusement park before. Freeder, Freeder, Freeder. We have fur meets at Cedar Point every summer. You live in Ohio, the the, the <laughs> roller coaster <is> central. <laughs> it's okay. I've been. I've just well. I guess, like, do you wait? You've never been to an amusement park at all. Have you ever uh, ridden any type of ride? Yeah, yeah, I've, okay. I've been to um, this place called Darien Lake up in New York. But oh, uh, that's I've heard of that. Yeah, that's not. It's not big, but it's like yeah. it's yeah. well known. I think. Oh, it's not big. It's not. It's not something important. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, Kings Island <laughs> and Cedar Point both have like the most yes. roller coasters of, of any theme parks in the country. So right. You know, it's not it's not those, but yeah, Kings Island is tons of fun. But I have to say, once you've gone to Cedar Point, you will never see Kings Island the same. I'm spoiled because I've yeah, been but, to Cedar but, Point. But, but it's Kings so Island, so Island good. Has the Beast. Oh my gosh! The I know. Beast, yeah. Okay. I'll take the Beast over any other roller coaster. The Beast and I go way back because you know he he has his own little pad out in the uh, out in the woods, and every now and then I just go and visit, and we just hang out. And then listen to the, all the screams while we're trying to play games. And he's like, I'm used to it. Just get used to it. Here's some earmuffs. But I've been to, see, I've been to K- 
King's Island a bunch. Um, so I definitely want to take you, Frieder, and take you to Cedar Point, too. So that will happen. Well, that's why I'm almost kind of thinking that you're, you're saying that Cedar Point is so much better simply because you're much more familiar with King's Island being down from... Well, down it, in the, it is a area. refreshment. It's not something I'm completely used to. So it's, you know, whenever I go up there, it's like, it's an excursion. It's more of a robust thing for me because I have to go lengths. It's not like I just take a couple steps and I'm there. I have to take, I have to take like 25 steps to get there. It's tiring work. I'll tell you. <laughs> I've lived in Dallas now for another, well, for a year and a half since I moved back. And mm-hmm. haven't, it's been a real long time since I've been to Six Flags. Yeah, we were going to go when I was there, but... Yeah. Uh, Ooh, the state fair started this weekend. Speaking of which, Frieder, do you have anyone from, like, Texas besides uh, a Mr. Pandapaws that has submitted for Loom? Uh, nobody in Texas, I, I don't think. Okay. I, Dragonian's I, from Texas originally. That's true. Yeah. I can't remember. Please rectify this for me, because I can't remember. Did I... Like, when is the deadline for the next one? Like, did I qualify for a test issue? I don't think I did because I didn't submit something. But, like, the <laughs> deadline for wait, the next one. Wait, wait, what? You just asked <laughs> if you qualified for the test issue? Oh, oh you mean you mean you qualified for it to be sent to you? Is for, that what you uh, to get a copy, I yeah. believe. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, okay. That's I thought you meant, like, did you qualify to be in it? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I meant, like, to get, to get, a, te- to get a test okay. issue. Wasn't it that saying. you had to submit something? Right? Uh, yeah. If you have any leftovers... <laughs> I'm gonna, um, yeah, I'm going to see if, well, if uh, there are leftovers and if there's interest in it, I'm going to get a second run made because I found some typos. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah. I'm also going to, uh, if there are some copies left over, I'm going to bring them to to the convention. <gasps> nice. To which and, convention would that be? Well, yeah, which one is that? <laughs> uh, Midwest Fur Fest. Yes! Oh, you mean the convention where we're going to record Size Matters live? Live. Where there's With windows. all your favorite macro and micro personalities. So for all you uh, Illinois furs, you're going to be getting personal earthquakes around your general area, namely Chicago. I still haven't get heard back, actually, from the MWFF uh, programming. <laughs> I actually have never submitted for a panel before, but I think from... Well, have like, you ever had a reason to submit for a panel before? No, but, you know, Buck Hopper? Yeah, I know Buck Hopper, yeah. Yeah, he's... Uh, I think well it was at anthrocon but i think he had a panel at mff too but mckinson you're not buck hopper buck hopper but, is a rabbit you're a I, cheetah i know but I, I i've heard that you know he's he submits panels and i hear things i don't know but basically when you emails will go out in mid-october oh gosh i thought they said september oh yeah i i think since there might be a little bit of a rush for panels they kind of take their time they tend to so i just hope i find out like before the Wednesday of the <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I'm on my flight. You have an email. I can't even read the email now because I'm on the plane and I have to be on airplane. <laughs> Pla- planes have Wi-Fi. Yeah, but Most it costs like do. $10 a second. No, it's, for Southwest, it's like $10 a flight. Okay, wait, $10 for the whole flight? Flight? Yeah, yeah. I think Southwest, yeah. $10 a flight for your flight? <laughs> Gosh. What? I, I said plate instead of flight, so I'm like, $10 a plate for your flight? I don't know. Now I'm speaking. I'm gonna throw of, a flag on that. A whole new level that, that of dirt really, has just emerged. That wasn't even right. fun. Stop, stop, stop. So, Frieder, yep. uh, you have successfully made your first test issue. Uh, while there may be a few typos, and it is just a test, that's an okay thing. Um, 
how comfortable would you say the process is? Like, would you be willing to explain some of the process? Not like reveal all your secrets, but like just a little bit, um, like deeper into Loom or what have you. Uh, well, um, what do you mean? Like, uh, picking people out or, um, well, I, I think you said that, uh, as long as you submit, uh, at least for the test issue that you are qualified, I guess I sort of mean like more along the lines of what's the, the process of putting it together, like some oh. of the fine tunings. Well, um, I uh, I use um, a program, or I used a program to lay it out called Scribus, hmm. which is sort of like a, a free version of uh, Adobe InDesign, which uh, I used in high school a lot. Nice. I've always I've always sort of been interested in um, print media and and layout and things like that. I, I worked. I worked for my school paper in high school and did comics for them. And then I also, when I was um, when I was about seventeen, I, I did comics for uh, a magazine in or well, uh, for a small zine in Scotland. Really? Scotland. Yeah. Scotland. And, yeah. That was a terrible. Scottish yeah, accent was bad too. <laughs> Red flag. The size, um, the size of Loom is basically directly taken from that one. It's just sort of a eight um, eight and a half by five and a half thing, but. Um, it was a really big hassle to try and format the art and the writing. So for the next issue, I'm going to try moving up to an eight and a half by eleven. Okay. Format. So eight and a half by five. That's that's actually that's more of a rectangle and it's longer style. It's, it's, it's like the size of a DVD box or something like that, right? It, well, okay. it's just a, a regular sheet of paper folded in half. Oh, yeah. so it's like a con book. One of the yeah, smaller yeah. size con books. Okay, I see. But with the larger format, um, it'll probably be easier to, um, well, hopefully to put the art in it, and uh, also there will be more room for writing and things like that. Right. So what I'm, so what I'm hearing is that each ep or each episode, each <laughs> issue, each episode. that's what they're called when you have that print dead tree media thing. This episode no. of Loom brought to you by. <laughs> yeah. No, each each uh, issue is going to get bigger and bigger. <laughs> And bigger, is that right? So eventually it'll be like 50 foot feet tall? 50,000 um, pages. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding you to this. If you, if you commit to this now, you've got you to follow through. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Reader, we, we want it to happen, but don't, we, we don't want you to get smooshed too much. We might have to... We'll eventually have billboards. I'm also looking for um, getting printing space on the moon. Ooh. Ah, yes. I think Tiern... Uh, can help with that. I can actually talk with him if you need me to. <laughs> why, why, why think so small? Why not go with something like the sun? Oh, gosh. And then, wait a minute. Why are we just thinking about the sun? Isn't there something called the Andromeda Galaxy? I could go out and grab that and move it around. Yeah, you'd have to move it a lot closer. Yeah, I could do that. What's a couple light years? <laughs> I'm sure they're best with gravity somehow. Yeah. Oh, I'm in physics class, so I could probably present that to my professor, and he could probably help me. Maybe not. I had a dream about being in physics last night when I was at school. Did you really? Oh god! I, I was back in high school and 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 I I left my books up in the locker. I was late to school. <gasps> so my mom dropped me off late. Oh! And, and for some reason, then I was walking past a bunch of like uh, of of uh -huh. the cl the class below me, uh, uh -huh. and I was with another one of of the guys from my class, and we uh -huh. for some reason I started like we started dancing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, I love that. I don't know why. I love dreams. And I was twirling, and everyone was looking at me weird and thinking that, like, no, you're you're an idiot. Which <laughs> I, I kind of was. Then that was the point. So that's awesome. Like those random dreams. Like um, that just actually reminded me. 
Um, speaking of Tyrion, since I just mentioned him like a minute ago, and dreams, uh, Tyrion was telling me like not too long ago that when he was ha- uh, when he had his fever, that he had this really really insane dream, and it was kind of like he was omniscient, like he knew past, present, and future, and he was able to dictate something. Uh, that he could dictate everything that went on. Basically, he was, quote-unquote, God in his dream. And I'm like, man! Because he's like, fever dreams are, like, the best. I'm like, yeah. But then there's also those random dreams that basically you twirling throughout a hall. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about dreams on another episode. Yeah. Here's the thing. What if real life is the dream and then that's the reality? Okay. <laughs> I'm sure there's a, there was a movie or a book or something that's yeah, that concept. Like The Matrix. Hey, there's a magazine we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, man, we're we're really off topic this episode. It's okay. We uh, just have fun. It's been yeah. So, like so, with the so, fine tunings, um, you said you were going to go to a larger format. Uh, one of the questions that I was kind of curious about um, is: there like a special allocated size for you know, let's say, a piece of art or writing? Like, is it one picture per page, or is it a couple pictures per page, or what have you? Or well, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, with the larger format, there's going to be more room to play around with. So yes. if something is a, a landscape uh, format picture, um, then I might be able to fit two per page Yes, if they're sized correctly. Mm-hmm. But if it's a portrait format, then I'll probably go for one per page. And hopefully, the um, mm-hmm. if I can play my cards right, the, uh, the next issue will be in full color. Ah, oh, go to Kinko's. They yeah um, I actually uh, found out they uh, don't do the binding I wanted for eight and a half by eleven anymore. Oh, well, Kinko's doesn't. So yeah, so I'm gonna ha- um, have to try to do it myself. Uh, well, Chunk. there might be some other print services out there. I think. Uh, well, this might actually be cheaper. That's but true. Whatever. You know, um, yeah. for the first, I think for the first three issues, things are going to be pretty hectic. I'm, I'm trying different layouts mm-hmm. for um, text and things like that. I'm thinking of going for a, a three-column layout for text for the second issue, and perhaps trying a two-column layout for issue three. And then, okay. you know, it's it's going to be things are going to be pretty fluid for the first couple tries. Cool. Um, are you like encouraging anything in specific? Like when you just said the landscape thing, uh, would you encourage artists to draw? A portrait style, and would you encourage writers to draw, uh, write within a certain amount of words just so that it it chunks and fits better, maybe? Or do you just leave it up to the leave it up to them? Well, um, for writing right now, um, it's it's probably I'd say about twenty five hundred words would be a max. Good. Well, not 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 the max, but um, if it's longer oh. than that, if it's a pre existing story, then it may be a good idea to see if it could be split up between issues. Okay, um, so that's uh, that's actually brings up a point, a question I had. Uh, I know with the test issue, it uh, that you were uh, accepting artwork and stories that had been published elsewhere. Yeah, uh, hey. are you going to do that moving forward, or, or what are your thoughts on that? Well, for visual uh, artwork, um, for visual artwork, I'll probably be looking for original stuff. Yes. Um, with the first issue, it was mostly just because I wanted to get something out. And uh, I also encourage people to pick what they thought was um, their best work. But some hmm. some people um, some people submitted new stuff like uh, Toe Caleb and um, and Noms. He he submitted something original. Cool. Yes, Noms can bust out stuff pretty quick when he wants to. So, but I'm pretty sure like 
he also likes to take his time. So when he yeah. did an original, he he yeah. I can't wait well, to see it. Ugh. He's also like buried under school and freezing to death. <laughs> yeah, <his> I know. <laughs> I actually was talking with him because we used to play SSX a lot before he got into school. And then like a couple weeks or a week goes by and I hadn't heard him, heard from him at all, like on SSX or something. And this is, like, well, that's appropriate cool, because his, his his bedroom now is a is a snow mountain because of how cold it is. Oh, yeah. I don't know but if you've been seeing his stuff that... on Twitter. He, he apparently, his roommate is, is uh, keeps the thermostat very, very low. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I think I, I remember him mentioning that. I am going to tweet him right now or something or later and say, curls around you. I'll be your Doing a podcast, Kenson. Hmm? Wait till after. No. Okay. <laughs> but um, with, uh, with writing in the magazine, currently I'm still um, accepting um, original work, mainly because uh, a couple of reasons. I think um, write, writing, I don't think it's as much exposure uh, in the yes. fandom. As a visual art, and because um, you know it takes time to read a story, and right. it also takes time to write a story, so uh, I was kind of worried about people not being able to um, write something in the given amount of time. And, and so you're saying yeah. that uh, you're, you're accepting uh, work that's been published already, or you said original work? Well, original work, but if you've, I think if you've uh, posted it on Fur Affinity or something like that, then it's it's okay. 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 So for this next issue coming up, is it going to be that same way, or are you going to push originals? Because I still need to do something for you, um, well, and I will. Original, originals in terms of artwork, but um, a couple of the well, a couple of the stories. I mean, the the two stories were have already been posted on for Affinity, or at least one of them has, and then um, one of them included a an illustration already. So that'll be that's already been posted on for Affinity. Okay. You know what I absolutely adore? It just made me think of this and yes it is on topic with the magazine i promise i'm not going to go off and skew and stomp off in a tangent um when there is a piece of artwork done and then there's a story that matches it perfectly like or or vice versa like there's a story written and then someone draws a picture about it like even just one scene it just it's 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 the perfect couple it matches and then then if you get someone to make music with it oh (laughs) <laughs> and then if you get someone to animate it yes. and, and voice act it and, and suddenly you have a movie, movie yes um, that actually um, my friends Tanshu High and Dale Macro actually have a very interesting combination of Dale Macro does music and Tanshu High does art so Dale will put his art to music so I, I like combining those styles like with Loom it's combining uh, writing and art not necessarily in the same piece but I think it'd be cool if like maybe future Issues could feature stuff like that. That'd be very nice. So you're are you asking are you asking him to include like a CD with all issues now? Well, no, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. It's just an idea. No, <laughs> or maybe just a little, uh, a little micro pianist, piano piano player. Yes. Oh, like the world's smallest violin and violinist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not hinting at all for a certain panda paws to team up with a certain spotty cat and do. A piece of art with writing? No, not at all. <laughs> uh, there's too many baseball games. Yeah, but actually, I won't there's... be able to use that excuse much longer. Tomorrow's <laughs> the end of the regular season. <laughs> well, then football. Yeah. Well, yeah, but football's only well. Football. I was about to say football's only on the weekends, but that's not really true. Anymore. My friends call me coach. Coach. Okay. So, um, anything else about Loom that? piques 
our interest. So, so Frieder, when's the next issue of Loom scheduled to hit the newsstands? <laughs> well, um, right. I mean, the first issue it took about a month longer than I expected to get it all put together, and I, I really didn't want to start fo- putting my main focus on the second issue until I had at least gotten some of the copies mailed out because I was afraid I wouldn't get to it. But um, so I may delay things a bit longer, but right now the uh, the deadline is October 20th. Hmm. Okay. okay. October 20th for the next issue. Okay. Get that drilled into my spotty little derpy brain. And so would that, of... be, would that be a... Uh... A, a schedule to have quarterly, uh, once every three months. Yes, um, it's quarterly, so there's going to be cool. You know, you know, for um, spring, uh, summer, fall, and winter. Okay, so there's hopefully. an issue for each season. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. That's plenty of plenty of a uh, wiggle room and expansion room. <laughs> I definitely will have something. Something. For you, <laughs> anything. Mail a wadded ball of paper to. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just take a couple cars and smoosh them and crunch them together, and sculpture. It is art. <laughs> Put it in a magazine and send it out to hundreds of people. <laughs> I don't think that'll work. Well, one thing, one thing that I, uh, one thing that I think would be interesting to add would be uh, um, fursuit photography. Similar to what Rogue does. Oh. Yes. So I was. Oh my um, gosh. It's, so that would be neat. I think it'd be neat to get um, some pictures of Kenson's suit if he's ever around. <laughs> oh, I'm sure yeah. he wouldn't. He would just never do anything like that. Oh no, never. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. And actually, when I get a hold of Rogue, he's gonna be at MFF. I already know it. I'm gonna pull him away or see. Yeah, there's another macro that's gonna be an MFF. Uh, yep. For your Frieder, he was just asking what. What macros I knew would be at MFF. I'm like Dragonian, Kenson, mm-hmm. me, <laughs> uh, Sylvan. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my friend Senna is also a macro. He's not. He's not super. Like he's not completely into it, but he is a macro. Um, and then Eco is gonna try to be there. I'm not sure if she said she's 100 percent yet though. And then I want Noms to go so bad. Ugh. Noms isn't going to be able to go. I, I know. I, I really would doubt if he if he shows. I would love for him to go, but he's not able to. I think Ty is going to go though. Tyrar, he's like down the street. Well, he yeah he he he's, that's his neck of the woods. So. Yeah, like the mega fodder has to make an appearance there because he's down the street. He's like just scrunches a toe and he's there. Seriously, um, I, I don't think he's. That close to Chicago, I think. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, uh, no, yeah. actually, no. I'm. Yeah, he's yeah, like he ten minutes the, away from the hotel. Place. Like, because the hotel, if I'm not mistaken, ten minutes. Uh, it maybe more like twenty minutes. Yeah. Well, the hotel, if I'm not mistaken, <clears throat> excuse me, is like for at least it's a good chunk of time outside of the actual downtown area. Yeah. Well, it's in the north. It's like forty-five uh, minutes away from downtown. Yeah. But he's kind of more west of downtown. Right. So. And uh, speaking of which, when we're there, uh, if we want to go downtown, I heard the best way to go is the L train. So, or you know, we could just make a stompy beeline. I think we had a discussion about this on the first podcast where you said you were going to wear your fur suit, and I said I was going to take it up a train. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh, this con, I kind of want to try my best to go a full day in suit and stomp around. 
It can be done. I have seen Fern well, do it. I'll make sure you, we contact the paramedics. If you need a handler, you know. I, yeah. I did. In fact, uh, when I was at Morphicon, I took a, a class on fursuit handling. That was yes. pretty fun. Yes. I love the different panels that they have for stuff. I need to go attend a fursuit care one. Um, you know, I kind of did. I, I have previous job experience as something that's basically fursuit handling. Uh, working <laughs> at, at Disney. Uh, yeah. Because I, I was a photographer. Technically, there was another position that did that, but I was I would be kind of a fursuit handler's assistant, I guess, with right. a camera. <laughs> Aww. See, yeah, okay. So. Like, oh, at conventions, I think that there should be people like that, like staff members. Or something that you can be like, follow me, take pictures of me, put it on your website or something. You're, 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 I think you're expecting convention staff to be a heck of a lot more organized than they are. Well, <laughs> yeah. In a and that's not saying anything bad about any convention staff. I just, you know, this, these are people who are doing this oh, yeah. purely for the love of, of right. the, you know, the, the fandom. And, yes. And, and you know, they're not really, there's no way to really be that organized mm-hmm. unless you end up going to like a... Uh, becoming like a for-profit corporation thing, right. or unless you just have someone who's really, really anal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think if it ever gets to the point of, um, like, the Fourier fandom has not stopped growing, and yes, I use that both literal and figurative, um, but it's, um, like, ever since, I think I saw a statistic once, like, 2008 was when it really kicked, like, the, pff, like it just started taking off. The numbers easily doubled for, like, conventions and stuff in, like, one or two years. And if it keeps going at the rate that it's going, we're going to outdo anime cons. And at that point, like, OhioCon is the biggest one on the East Coast. They're pretty – it can be – yeah, they're, they're chaotic. But for 10,000 otaku, they're pretty darn organized. But I think it will get to that point. Doesn't that assume that, like, anime cons don't grow? I mean, I think anime cons are also growing. Oh, yeah, they're huge, too. Growing. Yeah. yeah, they're huge. Like, all CCI nerd, all level but furry. Communities are. <laughs> Can you imagine a Comic-Con International with only furries? Oh, my god, <laughs> That would be insane. Ugh, but, you know, one can dream. But, like, at uh, MFF, it's the... Um, it's like the second or the third largest. So if you hand out, uh, if you hand out Loom at uh, that con, you're definitely going to get a lot of uh, spread. You're definitely going to get a lot of splash with that. So, Perhaps. Yes. Especially. Um, have, um, it'll be late in November, so hopefully I'll at least have proofs of the second issue by then. Right. And actually, what I recommend, if he's not too busy, I can actually I can't remember his name actually, but the actual con chair, like I think he is open. To new ideas. Like, if you mm-hmm. throw something at him, he'll, he'll look into it. If you, if you can get a hold of him and, like, talk, talk to him about Loom even a little bit, he might be able to do something. Well, I, I mean, um, I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's a thought. I, I suppose. I, I don't know if I want to um, get, get into it that much yet. Yeah, that's true. It, it's, it's just so, the whole thing of... I just like going fast. That's well... Yeah, you know, not everyone is wants to their the thing that they do to be a fast exploding thing. I mean, like even the podcast right. here at some point has become more of a you know more than we expected, and and, and yeah. in some ways more pressure than I guess. Actually, uh, yes, it's a whole lot of fun, but that is equally balanced by the pressure. But yeah, what's fun without? A little bit of challenge, and I guess that's a little word of warning for readers that 
there's going to be some times where the thing where it grows beyond your, <laughs> your it's out of control and oh. and and there's it's hard to rein it in at that point yeah because no one wants to see something grow out of control no yeah. unless well, you just unless you just take a break for a month like we did <laughs> <laughs> hey, it wasn't intended <laughs> well i'm also I'm, I'm thinking of trying to find another editor because i can't find all the, mm. the problems myself if only i had more time See, I would be a good editor, I, 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 but at the same time, I don't want to volunteer for something. That yeah. yeah, I have I, learned my lesson with that. Because <laughs> I, I have, I don't want to stretch myself out even thinner than I'm already stretched out. Yep, me too. <laughs> I, I learned that the hard way. Like, I tried to say yes to everything. Oh, oh, yeah. I love That's you why guys. I dropped out but... of college because I did that yeah. thing basically at least the first time. All right, we don't need no education. <laughs> yes, I do. But I would love to be an editor for Loom. I would love that. Gosh, why am I still so busy? Ugh. Oh, well. Um, well, you don't plan on stopping anytime soon, right? Maybe in the near future, if you still have the, the uh, slot open. Well, what do you mean? Well, if you if you still are at the point where you need an editor, like in the future, and there. Oh yeah. Like, well, I, I don't know if it'll be a, a regular thing. I I just um, just anybody could probably do it. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe not even be like a like not not even me like whoever it is. Maybe not even be like like a, a solid position. It's just like you call on them when you need them. Yeah, so, yeah. That's what I figured. Yeah. So the ad actually does remove a little bit of pressure because. You know, with an editor, there might be the pressure of like, oh, I have to make it pretty because they're going to hack and slash it to death. So I have to work extra hard. But no. Yeah. Well, like for the first issue, I got um, over 15 story submissions and some of them were like 10 pages long. Oh. But Ooh, I still so read you... through all of them. Oh, nice. So you, get, well, you have to have readers, too. <laughs> and, and not to be too much of a stickler about it, but one of the things that always turns me off about a lot of furry writing is just how grammatically poor it is in, yeah. in many cases. Yeah. Uh, and because that's something that as someone who strives to make his work <laughs> grammatic, grammatically correct and, hmm. and not to say that I've never had like a type or anything like that, but right. that is something I really see as, as the sign of just laziness, a lazy writer. I definitely, yeah. Because I'm not, well, I'm not as <clears throat> big of a writer, but you know, you helped me start writing back when we first uh, met each other. I still haven't picked up my story since then. Well, but, like, and the, the, there's a difference between <clears throat> uh, writing style and just like basic grammatical yeah. errors. Well, yeah, it's 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 the um, it's the basics, it's the f- uh, fundamentals and foundations. Because um, grammar to writing would be like. Uh, anatomy and proportions to art. If yeah, you don't yeah, have yeah. that, then it's just it's, eh. exactly. it's there, but it's. Eh. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, if you know what you're doing, you can play with that and yes. make something like just like with art, you can make something a lot more cartoony and play with it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know what you're doing, it's just going to look like it was drawn by a five year old. Right. If you know, it's the same thing with writing. If if you don't understand and can already start following the rules of grammar right. then when you start breaking them it's just going to look like it's, it's done by an amateur yes to quote a uh, certain mega draggy from an earlier episode uh he knew how to break the legs in such a way as to make them look good 
because when he was doing his uh, senior project here, back when he was uh, in DigiPen, he actually made a character called Basil that it completely he, he bent the legs the completely wrong way. But since he knew what he was doing, it looked good. Like with writing, if you go to do something like that, you have to have the, every foundation there. So, Well, you have to show that you can follow the rules before you begin to break right. them. Before right. you get any lenience, young man, you must Before you become an E.E. E. Cummings, you have to, you have to uh, make sure you follow MLA. Yeah. Was... <laughs> oh, gosh. Purdue Owl. <laughs> gosh. In school, in English class. Um, <clears throat> like, I love creative writing. <clears throat> Excuse me. I can go get some water. My throat's raspy. Um, but in English class, like, I always, I love creative writing, but when you have to write something that you're forced to, it's kind of like when you draw something you're forced to. It's like, hey, I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, well, I think that we've discussed... Uh, have uh, we loomed over Loom, Loom enough? Is there, anything, is there anything else that we need to cover about Loom that you want to talk about, Frieder? Uh, I don't think there's anything essential. Mm-hmm. Okay, so make sure you watch out for Loom. Uh, you can check the test issue out at Frieder's uh, FA account. Mm-hmm. That's furfinity.net slash user slash Frieder. F-R-E-D-E-R. And uh, we'll make sure that uh, we'll post it in the show notes as well. Yes. Best of and... luck to you, Frida. Thank you. And everything that you do. You're, you're acting like he's going away. He's sticking around for the rest of the show. Well, well, I know, but I'm talking about just Loom specifically. Okay. Yes. Sorry. So speaking of rest of the show. Right. Hey, uh, we talked a little bit about this uh, because of McKay's email from a month ago. Yeah. Uh, about <laughs> the uh, uh, macro, you know, how things would have to be adapted, uh, infrastructure would have to be adapted for macros or micros yep. within the workforce and within just the the world at large. I'm going to learn so much about this topic because I've never even thought of this before. Or maybe and I so that, oh. And so, you know, we wanted to talk a little bit about that. And, and I think Frieder actually had the idea, too, about just talking about uh, macroeconomics. Right. Uh, economics. Actually, that would be a completely different podcast. I was actually uh, in a macro uh, macroeconomics class uh, like two semest- <laughs> two terms ago. How, how hard was it for you to resist just like laughing every at the beginning of every class? Uh, I I did giggle to myself, and yeah. also at the top of every single one of my notes, I drew a giant stompy paw print uh, with the M in the middle of the uh, crater for a <laughs> macroeconomics, and every single one of my notes. It was so, so what I. What I meant to say, if I and if I was paying more attention to Me. the podcast and not the weather map that's on the television, someone in front of me. someone who speaks so highly about grammar just spoke a typo. <laughs> you can't speak a typo. Uh. Well, you have no, red um, squigglies under you. It's <laughs> those are those are just little uh, little ants. Like oh wait, no, fresh moist jump. Those are elephants. Anywho, uh, anywho, the. Ergonomics. ergonomics. See, it's, it's close. Yes. Take a couple. They both start off. with E and end in nomics. Give us a break. Yes. <laughs> and and ergonomics, uh, you know, the basic idea is just trying to fit something to a person's body type. So oh, what that's would what that, that is? be? Yeah, it's, yeah, just, it's basically yeah. like uh, like when you when you use something like a computer mouse, you can use it and it, and it feels comfortable. Like it's not uncomfortable to use. That's that's ergonomics. Right. So that's because like, it's proportioned to your palm. Yeah, like if you right. look at um, older computers, okay. they 
if you look at older computers, they, they didn't really have a, as good a sense of econ, er, ergonomics. ergonomics. <laughs> yeah, so, I feel like we're going to make that slip like 20 yeah. times. When you look at like the, the Commodore 64 or something, that's like one of the least ergonomic computers ever made. Right. That just made me think of, were... um, like, there's a, oh, what is the style? Uh, I think it was, was it Macro Sally? Big Mac? I think he uh, said, um, like, there, were, there was a picture that was linked on Twitter that I linked to Tiern. It was a specific type of keyboard. It's like, uh, maybe it might just be an ergonomic keyboard or something. Yeah. Because yeah. Mega Draggies can't type on keyboards because they're closed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> he was so cute. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I had no idea that um, that's what ergonomics was. And now that I know what it is, my brain is instantly sparking with stuff. So, let's go! Dive! Well, so, I guess one of the things... Uh, I'd like to kind of maybe start talking about this from a micro perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Frieder, since you are the resident micro for the podcast... Yes. Uh, what uh, <laughs> what kinds of things would you, would you think that would be most needed to be changed in uh to adapt for a micro and to fit in with their uh with their body type i don't think we know how deep this topic is (laughs) well i've I've thought about certain things before but some of the some of the fun of being a micro is is trying to use normal sized stuff like uh you know i've I've, uh there was a i had a conversation with somebody it led me to do a few sketches in my notebook here of Freeder with a uh, comically oversized pair of headphones on, things like that. Aww. But, um, yes. Like a thimble is a wastebasket. Yeah. But um, definitely things probably like step stools or ladders or things like that. <laughs> and um, for for uh, eating and drinking, you probably have to use straws to, to drink most things, I would imagine. Because you couldn't lift up uh, a glass or anything. Um, yeah, unless, you know, ergonomics came along and made tiny glasses. <laughs> well, what if you, what if you were able to then make a cup that had a little, like a spout almost at the side of it, uh, that, <gasps> yes. that a, a micro could, could use, like, especially if it was a micro that was only, you know, a couple inches tall. That could work. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a spout that, that was slanted up. That'd be, I'm trying to think of how that would work. I guess you would still have to have a straw for that, though. Yeah. Perhaps. Well, what if it was, like, in the side of the cup and it was, um, it had, like, an, a valve or a nozzle or something, and when you when you twisted it open, you could drink from it, and then when you twisted it shut, it'd be, like, tubbleware, basically. Might be interesting, like, you know, like, those things that they have in, uh, hamster cages and things like that. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. models. Yeah. It's got the, that little ball. Yeah, so that when you, you push it in. Yeah, you might have to do something like that. It's so cute. I can't stand it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, of course, the, the things that are necessary to survive, eating and drinking, um, like ergonomics, could save the day. Um, what about, like, foodstuffs? Like, maybe not shrink the food, but something? Can't just, well, you could face plant straight into, like, an oatmeal cream pie, like off of a... Honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> but maybe there are more conventional ways of eating stuff. I would think that would go stale after a while. For mm-hmm. It would go stale before Micro would be able to finish it. Yeah, on, well, depends on who the Micro is. What if you shrunk Mac down to a couple inches? He'd have that finished. And, he'd have that finished quicker than a Macro would. Because he's, he's, he's Big Mac. He, he eats. 
he eats and that was what he is. <laughs> so, but like, um, like maybe just utensils or different style stuff. Well, well, for a lot of things, I'm not really sure how, um, for things like that, I'm not really sure how, how you could make them more ergonomic other than just making them smaller. Right. But, um, perhaps, uh, for things like uh, hygiene and stuff like that, you you could probably it might right. be kind of interesting, like uh, perhaps uh, a shower stall or something that connects to a, a sink, so that you don't have okay. to shower in the sink. You can shower next to it and have like a tube running to a small hmm. shower head or something. I would imagine. Right. And what if um, what if going back to one of our previous episodes, like having a macro uh, or a normal size for which would be macro to a micro, like have that relationship. Like there's uh, mates, uh, one is huge, one is tiny, and they both want to like, you know, get ready in the morning together. One is on the sink and one's in the shower or somehow make them the same eye level or something. Just interesting. Hmm. Just get the drips from coming down from the macro would be Aww. with the <laughs> micro would shower. Yeah, and at that point they probably just shower together. Like you'd sit on the shoulder or something. I don't know. But, I can totally see that not working out too well for the micro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like taking a shower under a waterfall. That's relaxing, right? Maybe. <laughs> no, no, there's a Mitch Hedberg joke in there, I think, but I'm not going to go go to it. Okay, so, like, with food and drink and hygiene, what about on the workforce? Well, that's the thing. I, I, that, you know, one of the things that kind of when you first started talking about ergonomics reader, uh, when I first started my my current job, uh, which is an at home job, the company did go through making sure that we set up our our, our our zones, our work zones, ergonomically correct for our body type, and and that was one of the things that you know it's going to be different for the for different people because there's right. people that are big, people that are small, and right. and. So if you get when you get to someone who's only, you know, three inches tall, if they were to get a job like that, <laughs> but let's assume then that they didn't necessarily have like the furniture uh, zoned down to their size. Mm-hmm. What kind of things could they do to still be uh, ergonomic and adaptable there? Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to um, perhaps set up something mechanical for working a keyboard or something like that. Oh, like a like a <gasps> like a giant. Uh, claws and wires and things yes. like that. Yeah, oh you have to. Or a Rube Goldberg machine. Oh gosh. So, <laughs> so some... basically like basically the micro puts his tiny paws inside these uh controls and when he types the gigantic claws which are like six times bigger than him. That's adorable. But how would he see the screens? Well, maybe he would have a little uh a little screen. That no, display. I, I think you would have to have because I think you have to assume that that you can't have micro versions of everything uh, of, of the computer. And I think what a, a good option would be just having a, a series of mirrors, and the that mirrors could, could reflect off of each other, and that and as it reflects, it's a, just enough angle to where it kind of gets smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. In the you know what this is really making me think of the borrowers. It's like how they tweak uh, normal size things to work for them, like. You know, they they live up in the attic of this house, and they've been there for years, and the family hasn't known because they've lived so well. They've done things just, you know, they're a tiny family, they're, and they've just, they've made things work for themselves. This is kind of that. <laughs> so, like, 
okay, so if it is a sit if it is a, a desk job, that might be a little bit easier. But what, let's say like there's a different type of job. What kind um, of job are you thinking about? This seems to be going back to a previous episode we've had. I know, and I was just thinking that what if there's jobs micro specific because we didn't even talk about that. We talked about macro specific. We didn't talk maybe, about micros. No, I don't think we did. Well, when you have three huge, when you have three big furs in a room, unfortunately. Um, I macro micro though, so I don't have an excuse. Uh, but like well, wait, micro wait, specific. Uh, no, Frieder's micro. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, like with me, you and Tim, when we were talking about jobs. Okay. I don't have an excuse because I actually am both macro and micro, but I'm more macro. So. As you say. Yes. <laughs> so, like, what about? I'll go ahead and throw my own job into that perspective, which might be, for all intents and purposes, a death trap at that size. But what about Wendy's for a micro? <laughs> I think you would end up in a fry. <laughs> I know, but let's let, let's try to let's try to pull the positive out of it. Like, what could be? tweaked or something i guess i might be more suited to answer uh, um, I think... <laughs> well go ahead Frieder. sorry um i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt no i well go for it i'm not well the only uh the only thing that i could really think of uh a job for a micro in a fast food place would be to uh demonstrate how the the kids toys work if for the happy meals <gasps> or something like that oh, oh <laughs> That would be pretty neat. Yes. But then what if the kids just decide to take the micro home as the toy instead? Uh, security. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, where do you get off to? Oh, gosh. That just made me think of the new Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So tiny. You know what I just had a thought of, though? You know how uh, Subway calls their, their employees their sandwich artists? Huh? I, I'm yeah. now thinking of a micro sit, standing at like one of the subway bars and just being like ex, like just flinging mustard and just trying like like a <gasps> like a person working on a canvas, yes, uh, a giant canvas in front of them, but making a sandwich. Oh yes, like it's like. It's and how would like, you like your sandwich? Oh, let's have some honey mustard on there. Bang 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 bang. Having to like, run around on the yeah. <laughs> on the Ooh. line there. You okay? At that point, a micro in a in a normal size world would be. So in shape, it's not even. It's not even funny. Like painters aren't usually people who are in shape that much. These would be. They'd be super painters. Like, and you know, you don't really see a lot of fat micros. You see fat giants, definitely fat macros. Yeah. But I'm trying to think if I've, I've ever seen art of of a fat micro. Hmm. Uh, I've seen chubby ones, but never like terribly fat. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Wow. That that might be one of the most. Uh, the least recognized uh, contrast. Yeah, because we think about um, we think about huge furs being like smaller proportionally, like for perhaps like like feminine figure, normally not powerful but huge. But we never really flip the tables. It's like, what if there's uh, well, I, I can't think of an example of like a super strong um, like a, like micro. A muscle micro. Yeah, like uh, Adam Ant or the. Um, like there's a Tom and Jerry episode where Jerry's cousin is extremely yeah 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 I know what so you're I, that that that's that is an awesome twist. That's not even ergonomics though. That's just that's just that's just beefiness. That's just going against the tide. <laughs> so I don't know. What about a per, what about a Monterey Jack? That's from from rescue from not rescuers. Uh, the uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. He was pretty. Oh. He was pretty fat. 
And he was a yeah. mouse. Yeah, that's true. Um, what about uh, Theodore? Alvin and the Chipmunks. But they're Alvin not even. They're, they're not. They're kids. They're not micros. That's true. Well, the uh, the newer movies, they're chipmunk size. So. And and those are yeah. the sign of the downfall of Western civilization. Mm. So <laughs> I'll never mention them again. Okay, I'm sorry. It's an example. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, so ergonomics for micros basically would entail two paths. It would be either tweaking stuff that's normal size to work or having things specifically created for that size, right? Is there, yep. like, any other thing that could happen, maybe? Well, um, one thing I that I always thought thought would be fun was um, the use of hot air balloons for micros <laughs> to, get, to get around large places. Oh, like even, like, inside buildings and stuff? Yeah. Aww. Uh. Like, you just, you just go into a mall with, like, but with various sized people, you see hot air balloons flying yep, around totally everywhere. totally shop at that mall. That's that would be an awesome mall. Yes. Like, that would be so colorful, too. Yeah. There's, like, balloons everywhere. <gasps> <laughs> this idea needs to be drawn. Well, alternatively, you could just have really, really strong air vents that would <laughs> blast them up. Every Problem micro, is they would not have an easy way to get down. Every micro could, be a, uh, could have access to either a hot air balloon, a hang glider, a zip line, uh... Uh, well, you could just have a personal macro chauffeur too. Like you could just be like hops on shoulder or something. Hmm. But like, like let's yeah, let's let's even put into recreation because we've we've said food, drink, hygiene, workplace, all those are necessary. But what about fun recreation, like going to the mall or an amusement park? What about ergonomics there? Because micros micros like to have fun too. Well, I don't know. I suppose if you. Uh... If you were a, a micro and you wanted to do something like go on a, a roller coaster or something, they'd probably have to yeah. put you in, inside of a hamster ball, I would imagine, and have somebody carry you on the ride. Right. I, I, I could imagine that causing a lot of legal problems with the whole you must be this right. tall. Right. Yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Because then how are you going to say to like a, a kid who's not a micro but is not like the 42-inch or, or whatever right. requirement that, oh, you can't get on, but this You're too big but too small at the same time. <laughs> You must be between here and here. Oh, gosh. You are too big to ride this ride, yet you are too small to ride this ride. Yes, that needs to happen just to happen. Oh, it's like, that's not fair. I'm cheated in two ways. Okay, well then. Okay, so maybe not roller coasters then. What about movies? There's no way. And let's not just say let, like they just climb up in someone's head for. Let's, let's let's actually try to think of it like they go to the movies by themselves. What are they going to do? Sit on top of the seat because they wouldn't be able to sit anywhere else because uh, they couldn't see the screen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they might get sat on as well. Yeah. I, oh my gosh! I just thought it's, of uh, it's dark in those theaters. That's true. I just thought of um, SpongeBob um, when Plankton and SpongeBob. Go to the movies in an earlier episode, <laughs> and you get set on. Okay, um, so any any fixes for that? Maybe. Um, like, do, oh, do you think there should be like balcony seats? That's what I was about to say. Like, I have a balcony that for for like a tiny little balcony for micros. That's adorable. <laughs> that sounds like it reminds me of Great Mouse Detective. Actually, you know how Basil. Yeah, yes. and they would have 
they like be part of in some scenes they'd be part of the actually no no it's not great not the i'm thinking oh. of it's the rescuers down under oh. uh how they're in the the uh restaurant that's on the chandelier on the top of the chandelier yes oh my gosh yes Pea soup. that idea yes because there's now an entire restaurant because they're inside of a restaurant but then there's a restaurant that's not very known to the rest of the restaurant on top of the chandelier. Yeah. They, um, they did that in um, uh, an American Tale, the second yes! one. Remember? I Where think they that's had the, it. Actually, it's not. They had the train. They had the train on the bottom of the train, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's been forever since I've seen that movie, but. Yeah, because Five, the, five yeah. goes Fivel. I haven't even thought of the name Fivel in Fievel. probably fifteen years. <laughs> yeah. That was my movie for a solid year. Which one? The, the first one or the second one? Uh, first one. Pifel goes west. That's not the first one. Is first it the one second is... one, really? Yeah. The... Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's... an American Tale is the first one. That yes, is exactly. That's why the second one's called An American Tale. Pifel goes west. Okay. Never that mind. That was my favorite. That so was the second one. Okay. I, I always liked Pifel goes west better too, but I think I need to go back and see the first one again because it's been so long. Yeah, I, I definitely need to do that with some of like I need to do that with uh, We're Back and Pifel goes west and American Tale both. I can't one and believe two. it's. I can't believe it's been. I had not even thought of that in like the, the years that I've been a furry. I don't think I've ever even considered that as a movie, like an ins- inspiration or a, anything like that. But it's something that definitely was a part of my childhood. Yeah. And I like an American tale. Yeah. Yes. Both, I know. Movies. I, I definitely watched both of them several times. It makes you think what other movies are there out there? Um, like not just, not just furry movies, macro micro inspired furry movies. Uh, we've had this conversation a lot. I think. Well, I, I know, but I'm just thinking, just as a, just as a general statement, we don't have to dig into it because we've already kind of <laughs> dug everything out. But like, if there's, I kind of feel like there's more movies out there that I've watched or have affected me that I don't know about or I haven't remembered. So we can clearly say like movies are a huge thing. Like even for a micro, it's huge. Uh, because, of course, if you're a micro and you're a movie lover, you're going to watch movies somehow. But you maybe don't want to just stay home. You want to go out to the movies. The balcony is a good idea. Um, anything else? I can't really think of none. Well, why I think don't we go balcony, ahead then yeah. and, and move on to maybe talk a little bit more about macro for, for, this, for this category. Because, okay. you know, it's – yeah, we talk about macro a lot. We, we haven't really talked about it so much for this topic yet, though. Yeah, to be fair, we actually yeah. talk more about macro than we do micro. <laughs> I know. Maybe I just need to shrink down for a, for a month and get in touch with my inner micro. You know what, guys? I'm going to do it. From this point on, I'm going to be tiny because I'm both. I'm macro and micro. I'm going to get in touch with my inner micro. Half hour, if that. Just believe in me. I can do it. <laughs> Frieder, you, you, train me. Teach me. <laughs> How tiny are we talking here? Um, well. Because I'm, I'm 16 inches tall, so. Okay, well... So that's not totally micro, but it's not normal either. Three inches. Okay. That's actually... Like, whenever I go micro, whenever I'm tiny, common heights, because I do have common macro heights, but my common micro heights are, like, kitten size, so, like, a foot long, foot foot two, maybe, like, half a foot long, maybe, even if it's kitten size, uh, but that's feralized. And then if I'm micro, it's, like, a couple inches. But that's that's usually anthro too. So I'll just I'll say three inches from here until whenever, not thirty minutes. Uh, I'll be three inches tall. So yay, chirps okay. in tiny. I'm gonna say two hundred feet tall. I, I like this. I'm okay, nice. I'll I'll probably end up joining you eventually. But I need to get in touch with my inner micro so that minutes. there is a balance. 
<laughs> but anywho. We've been, talk- well, we've been talking a lot about it. I mean, you know, it's. I, I definitely am not trying to push them aside and say that they're mm-hmm. not. That we shouldn't talk about it, but you know, we we just spent thirty minutes talking about right. uh, primarily micro stuff, if not more than that. Okay. Well, well there's um, there's something I thought would be fun to mention, which I think you guys might like. It's kind of it's kind of hard to describe unless you're actually saying it instead of typing it. But uh, um, oh, it was it was really interesting. Um, there used to be this one place that we would go, go and take photographs in Cleveland um, in uh, Key Tower. Which is like uh, one of the tall buildings in town, and we were on the, we were on the 39th floor, and okay. um, so that's almost 400 feet up in, in the air. <laughs> yes. And um, yeah, it wasn't even the top either; it had 50 some floors. Nice. But um, either way, so um, and the windows in the office we worked in uh, went from the floor to the ceiling. So like, if you walked right up to it, it was like you were just standing there. Mm-hmm. And um, it, I always thought it was interesting to, because it gave me a sort of sense of what it would be like to be 400 feet tall, which is uh, yes. oftentimes, oftentimes what I hear to be the sort of upper limit of interaction with um, with macros right. and normal sized folks. So I would, when we weren't busy, I would just kind of stand there, and it was very interesting because the the way the windows were, it just felt like you could reach out and grab somebody, you know. Yep. It was great. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. I can't wait to go there. Because I'll actually be near Cleveland soon, so yes, that that sounds fun. Because any time you go into a big building like that, there's usually obstructions around you, at least in your peripherals, that you can see you're yeah. in a building. But with that, there's not any of that, right? You just look out. Yep. Oh, that would be oh. Okay. The only thing, the only way I've gotten even close to that, um, not even flying in an airplane because I could see the wing. Um, but on top of the Eiffel Tower at Kings Island, there's these two bars that weren't quite as narrow, and I was able to stick my head through, and I didn't get stuck. So I was actually looking out without the obstruction of the bars, and I was looking out at about 200 feet tall, and that was awesome. So, what about all those pictures from the plane that you had? I, t- I took those, but I could see the wing. I, I, I have the pictures, and I cropped out the wing. You can but... crawl out on the wing so you can... Uh, <sighs> if it wasn't shoot, moving shoot so, it. if it wasn't moving so fast. Oh come on, fast is a relative term too. I know. You're a cheetah. What do you mean? I, I know. I there was no such thing as too fast. Well, I know I can walk at like Mach eight plus, depending on my height. But you know, I had to obey by the safety rules. Don't want any liabilities, because airlines. Are I think you're just using that as an excuse. Maybe. Or maybe I just wanted to fly in a plane and not be big for once. Believe it or not. It was fun. Okay, so what about macro stuff then? Do you want to talk about food, drink, or do you want to switch up topics? Well, I was just thinking, uh, obviously with macro stuff, that's one of the things about being macro is that it, 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 you know you are so... You know, all-consuming. Well, yeah, so, so all-consuming and so all... So needy, you know, encompassing. But how how could you interact with something, you know, just in the same ways that uh, we were talking about the whole, you know, micros on a keyboard with the giant claws? Right. Are there any kind of uh, contraptions or or adjustments that would need that could be made to help a macro interact with the uh, normal quote unquote sized mm. environments and machines and tasks and Gosh. so on? Without just making that task, that item their size? 
Wow. Uh, I think scaling up would be easier than scaling down, potentially. Maybe there would be a way, maybe it could just be as simple as reversing the process and make gigantic gloves be able to control something tiny. Or maybe even... I I think that's one of the things that would be harder to to go go down. Yeah, definitely. Because there'd be there'd be a lot of power and torque and whatever with the parts. Exactly. Compared well, it would have to, to be delicate. It would probably have to be electronic rather than mechanical, because they true. they do use things like that to um, that that's how they um make the design for coins and things like that. They have machines <gasps> that take the movements and uh ah oh. I don't know it was like it was on a a Modern Marvels episode or something like how that. How it works They're talking or about that. Well, it wasn't that. I think it was Modern Marvels about how mm. they made coins and things like that. That makes sense because when you have gigantic machines that do fine details, there has to be a there has to be a, a scale down from that because there's a ton of power. Because like, say you need to take a piece of okay. Actually, I have a personal example. Whenever I go and ride in my uh, wild doggy friend Quiet's uh, semi truck, and he makes stops at certain places, there's one that does uh, it's sheet metal, and they turn the sheet metal into different things. And yes, the the power is Trans translated pretty much directly straight through the machine, but it's a huge machine that takes a lot of power and puts it down into a tiny, tiny space to make a shape. So there would be that scale down, but if it was electronic, it could probably control the the power or something potentially. It would it would it would be able to translate that onto another level. I mean, in mm-hmm. the, the idea I almost have is kind of like uh, wearing the like a mocap suit. And, yes, <laughs> and uh, having that then control, but but at the same time, that seems like that would be that's a reverse more, Gundam. Well, it'd be much more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, that's also <laughs> that's that's like a reverse Gundam if you think about it. Because when we were talking about the micros having things that they control with huge claws, that reminded me of Gundam because you have a person inside of a mech mm-hmm. and they're controlling everything. Well, if you have a gigantic person controlling something tiny, that's exactly the opposite. <laughs> That's so funny because they themselves are the Gundam, and the thing they're controlling is the person, quote unquote. And so that's that's an interesting kind of uh, quandary. Is that it, uh, <laughs> no. it's? With, I see with, what with, you did there. Sorry. When you go from a micro to a macro, I mean, you get a benefit. Like when you when you when you're right. taking a small person who's controlling something huge, you get power. You get, you get a benefit of just amplifying the power, and right. so there's obviously a desire to do that. Hmm. Would there be any? Yes, there reason, would be benefits. Would there be any reason that a macro would be wanting to do something on a micro scale or or normal, you know, you know, regular height scale that it would not just. You know, that, that would not be just way more trouble than just getting somebody who is a uh, you know already that height. Oh, you well, bet your mm. sweet bippy, yeah. I well, actually uh, think. Go ahead, Frieder. Oh, I'm right. sorry. Go for it. Well, um, if it was a if if it was at some type of meeting, I could e- easily see right. a macro sitting outside in front of a webcam or something and just having him on FaceTime in the meeting room that or something. Is brilliant. Yes. That's because you think about it, it's like, oh, he's going to be a, on a webcam. Yeah, but, there was a picture I saw a long time ago uh, of a macro using a webcam, and uh, um, the person on the other end didn't know he was a macro <laughs> or something like that. That's awesome. Until they, like, wave from outside. Yeah. I'll have to like, see if I can find oh. it. Oh, 
That's awesome. I like okay, that's, stories like that. That's... That idea is sweet. Because on the internet, no one knows you're a macro on the internet. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also think about something else. Because normally when you see someone going from small to huge, uh, and whether it be with an aid of like a machine or just in size or something, the, the difference is the power. Well, I think that since like you can think of it like a yin and yang style, like one can't exist without the other. That's the reason why there is big and there is small. There is macro and there is micro. They exist perfectly because a macro can have tons of power but lack control. Because right. at that size, you don't have control, but the micro has the advantage of the control. Well, so I think maybe a better word than control is finesse. Finesse, yes. Yeah, unless you control, you're a kitty, you then exact you just control. Unless you're a kitty, of course, then you just stomp all over physics because you know we're delicate. Period. Um, <laughs> I, I still think that a, a giant cheetah is still lacking in, in finesse somewhat. Yeah, but the, the 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 handicap is a lot. It's it's not as much because. There's a pick. Yeah, I can't remember who did it though. There's a pick. uh, Someone drew L. Robin. Uh, I think that's how you say his name. E L R A B I N, I believe. Big L. Um, Like basically, this person just walks like, okay, it's time to get back to work. And then in the next panel, two huge cougar paws from a 150 foot tall cougar just zoom down behind. It's like, it's like, oh hi there. Basically, uh, in the description said. It doesn't matter if a cat is 150 feet tall or 1,000 feet tall. We're still cats. We're light on our paws when we want to be. <laughs> you know that this is like the third time you brought that up, right? It's, it's true, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, so there's a thought I just had. You know, if you think about it, the Internet itself is a, a pretty good equalizer. Like, if there was, um, say, a macro who was 300 feet tall and, and a micro who was only three inches tall... Like, they could never really interact with one another in real life because right. they may not even be able to see each other. But if it was on the Internet, they could probably talk to one another. That's what F.A. is every day. Yeah, much. <laughs> and actually, Facebook has become that, uh, too, for me, that is. It's interesting how F.A. Uh, is for affinity and then F.B. is Facebook. But the acronyms F.A., like F.A. being primary and then F.B. because both of them are furry. F.A. <laughs> um. But yeah, the idea of a webcam, like not knowing that a, a macro is a macro over a webcam, that is an awesome idea. Like, oh my gosh, just that whole concept of you could, you could fool the person you're web chatting with until you actually like yeah. show your perspective. Be like, oh, by the way, I'm 300 feet tall. <laughs> That'd be great, yeah. I'll see if I can find the picture for you. Oh gosh. Okay, so like... In the workforce, like, I was thinking when you were saying, um, when you were saying the internet and how it's a good equalizer, I thought for a second you were almost going to say, throw it into a sci-fi realm and be like, well, what if we just tron it up? Like, what if you <laughs> could, when you go to work, a macro who's 300 foot, feet tall could just digitize and then go into the workforce and then he'd be the size he needs to be. And then oh, when he clocks out, he materializes again. That would be interesting. That's very advanced future ergonomics, but eh, I like it. Well, that I mean, you know, with that logic, then the whole idea of macro and micro kind of goes out the window because you can it's just all. anyone can be any size. That's true. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> Oops, I guess I over I overdid it. I smooshed it too much. Yep. 
Oh. You ruined everybody. Now, now everyone's three inches tall, except for me. Rawr. I'm still two hundred feet tall because I'm always gonna be two hundred feet tall. Hmm. So you all can fit in between my toes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Works for me. Ooh, that just made me think of something. Okay, so we've talked about. We, well, we can. We're gonna talk more about macro stuff, but we talked about micro stuff and how ergonomics works. We talked about macro stuff. Why not combine the two? Why not? Let's let's just let's just throw it into another switch. Because um, you just said three inch tall micros can fit in between your toes. What if you decided to like not in between your toes? Because that would be more movement and stuff than what would be necessary but like what if you decided to open certain like maybe in your head for or what have you for like rent or i'm not going to i'm not going to become a hotel (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh there was a there was a comment someone made somewhere where uh, basically uh come to kenson con (laughs) that was was me was it yes okay it was you sorry i didn't want to I, I kind anyway, of again, we've also talked about this on the podcast. Okay. Well, I, I, I never want to assume things. I kind of thought it was you. But when I assume stuff, bad stuff happens. <laughs> but yeah, like, why not become a hotel? You're, you're huge. You're the fluffiest one here. Be a hotel. I don't want to charge people for <laughs> staying. If they're, how about this? They can, if they're backpacking across the country and they need a, a, race, a, a oh. place to stay, then that works. That'll, that'll work then. Huh. That works. Be like yeah. a like a student a student uh, hostel or whatever. <laughs> yes, or like um, the idea that Kirk and I actually had. We were actually going to open up. Uh, we were thinking a while back that we we're actually going to open up a house, like like a not a halfway home, but like that kind of thing. If someone's going to a con and they need a place to stay, we could have them stay with us. But what if you are that that residence? Yes. <laughs> um. So, ergonomics for a macro, do you think, like, in some ways they're easier and in some ways they're harder? Like, travel wouldn't, you don't even need ergonomics for travel. <laughs> you just get up and go. Well, if it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, don't know, I can't know what to think about that, what to yeah. say about that. Um, in fact, the macro could be. Uh, an ergonomic uh, factor for a micro and that just specifically um, but like anything that a macro would have to do on a delicate level there would have to be ergonomics so like we we had the idea for watching a, a baseball game like peering over the stadium mm-hmm. I have something to get that done I know I mm, yeah we like we need to pick someone. Didn't we have an artist or no? Uh, that fell through. If you're listening to Size Matters podcast and you would like an idea to draw something, if you're feeling bored and just want to, take this idea. <laughs> uh, or notice or something. I don't know. Um, but like recreation speaking, yeah, you could just curl up around a stadium. But is there any other type of solution? Besides watching it over a screen, I don't know. I can't think of any. You could let the state. You could be the stadium. That's true. I thought you were against housing people, though. Well, <laughs> if it's baseball, stadium's different. You know, that's that, <laughs> right. you aren't staying there. But people would leave popcorn all over you and and empty 
pop cans and trash. That's why you gotta make sure you shower really well. That's true. Okay. Well, in, in that in that case, the macro would be his his or her own solution for the ergonomics in a way. In a way. Uh, what about you, Frieder? Um, do you think like can anything pop the mind with macro ergonomics? I'm gonna say economics. <laughs> well, they would. Uh, the only really the only real thing that I could think of would maybe be to to build different cities entirely. They'd have to be things would have mm-hmm. to be redesigned because if a macro tried to walk anywhere in a normal city, he might just crack the road apart. You know? Yeah, might. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Depending on the size, it's you know, probably inevitable. Unless you're kidding, could be light on your paws fourth time. <laughs> um, but I I choose to just you know pavement's fun to crack, so I I choose to just you know blow it to bits. Um, that's why our budget deficit's so high. All the repairs. Yay! Right. Hey, okay. There is no better feeling in the world than feeling pavement crack between your toes and under your pads. Just well, it's saying. Good that you get to have that feeling, and and the rest of us get to pay extra taxes for it. <laughs> but I have Geico Insurance, Giants Everywhere Insurance Company. Fifteen minutes uh, could save you fifteen percent or more on that, stomp that insurance. Pay, that pays. That pays for you. It doesn't pay for everything else. Well, my insurance helps pay for this stuff. I have way I have, behind. I have unlimited premiums. <laughs> Don't ask that means, how I got. That means that you, if you have unlimited premiums, that means that you you never get paid for the insurance because the premium is is what you pay to get the insurance. Well, I I, I only pay I pay uh, like fifty dollars a month, and I can break anything I want. That's not unlimited premiums, then. It is, because they... they it's a $50 they... premium. Well, okay, fine. It's a $50 premium for unlimited breakage. <laughs> unlimited coverage. Unlimited Whatever. coverage. There you go. I don't understand insurance. I just break stuff. I let See, all that's my the problem, break... then. I think, you know, it's... You don't understand, <laughs> and you don't realize that, hey, it's not really covering what you right. think it's covering. Well, if there is the... Um, Macro's creed that if you stomp, you will be stomped. I've had some of my stuff broken before. I admit... I know. So, you know, I, I do try to be careful. But, hey, when I'm given carte blanche on a certain part of a city to go, go crazy, which happens, sometimes certain cities will call me up and be like, we need certain things destroyed. That's when I go crazy. I love construction. <sighs> so, well, I think have, that we, it's... have we squished... I think this, we've kind of kind of covered yeah. the topic as good as we can, and it's getting yeah. uh, towards the time to where we can start talking about the Murr segment. The Murr Factor. Oh, the Murr Factor? Yes. I believe Mur- it's the Murr Factor. The Murr... No. Why is it called that again? Dragonian. Dragon. <laughs> Just like everything on the show. Everything. Dragonian is the, the owner of Size Matters. Don't be fooled. See, really, really, that's the thing. That's We're the reason why we were... Spokes. First. We were off the past two weeks because Dragonian secretly had us replaced. We're both really not Dragonian. Right. <laughs> we're just clones. Join us. One of us. One and then, of and us. Spe- next week, special oh. guest Dragonian. Actually, yeah. <laughs> and then Dragonian, Dragonian, Dragonian. Uh, next week on Size Matters, Dragonian and Dragonian featured with Dragonian. Talk about all the things Dragonia's come up with. Because your emails Dragonian and Dragonian dot Dragonian. Dragonian, the big red endless supply of knowledge. <laughs> so, uh, Frieder, uh, for your 
shout out Merv segment factor Merv. whatever thing. What do do you have an artist writer or some other type of person of interest to that all of us should be watching? Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I think so. Um, there's a, a rel- an artist relatively new to the macro furry community who who actually did the cover for the first issue of Bloom. I saw that. That's yeah, really well uh, done. Yeah, his name uh, is Cratius. Cratius. Yeah. I may or I think, may not be watching. I actually don't know. I think that. that's actually. I think that's how it's pronounced. How do you spell, how do you spell it? Um, Jinx. Well, it's. Uh, I do. It's spelled. I, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's spelled like Kratis, um, C-R-A-T-I-S, but it's pronounced Kratis, I, I believe. C-R-A-T-I-S? Yeah. It seems to be missing some letters. C-R-A-T-I-S. Anywho, go ahead and talk a little bit about this person. Why, besides the fact that they did the cover, why should we be looking at, is it a him or her? It's a him, yeah. Okay. But um, we, I mean, uh, it's just he was a uh, um, he did other things before he became he sort of got into the furry thing. Um, cool. But um, so his uh, his arts had time to develop, and uh, it's okay. just uh, very interesting. He's a really nice guy, and um, and he was really gung ho to get on the project and everything. Sweet. Okay. So. <laughs> Like, is it just because, um, like... T-R-A-T-E-I-S. T-R-A-T-E-I-S? Okay. Yeah. I love it how, like, are, I am, I, am I the only one that's... magazine for readers so I could spell that. Am I the only one that's going to watch him right now? I'm, 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 There's yet. Um, you can actually get to him from, from my... <laughs> yeah, I got him. Kratius, yep. And there's no letters missing there. It's Kratius. Okay. Yeah, his 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 art from what I'm looking at right here is definitely <laughs> he's definitely drawn before. <laughs> yeah, definitely has a nice style, might. Yes. Do I do commissions? Well, does he I'm... do commissions? He does. Do oh, commissions. yes, he he, uh, he does, but he's kind of um I, I believe he's he's pretty swamped at the moment. Okay. Loom all things big and small. Yep. Issue number 1. Awesome. Okay. So we have Kratius and then Kinson. Who do you want to well. prefer, talk, shout, etc.? Okay. Hmm. Well, I really hope I'm not taking yours. Uh, you can cut this out if you want to. Gravewalker. <laughs> oh, uh, no, I, I should have done Gravewalker, but no, that wasn't who I had in mind. Oh, okay. Well, I'll do it. Okay. Gravewalker. Uh, I have I known her. Say what? I, I never mind. Go ahead. Okay. Well, Gravewalker, I have known her since Morphicon twenty. No, not Morphicon. For Laxation, twenty twelve. Um, for Laxation was a con in Columbus, just like Morphicon, smaller con. Um, Eco was actually friends with her for like years before I'd even met her, and Eco actually introduced me to her. Um, Tags was the one that first brought her up, and then at For Laxation, I got to meet her because of Tags and Eco. Um, she is for all in in every single possible way one of the most amazing artists that I know in real life. She is a downright sweetheart. She is good at everything she does. She doesn't just do drawing. She does uh she does mini uh <laughs> macro maze. <laughs> she does uh 
knitting and she'll actually make dolls and stuff. She does sculptures. She's done fursuits. She's pretty much everywhere. And she's very artsy. Her art is beautiful. And she does all traditional, too. Um, I myself have... Uh, I, I have two pieces of art from her. And uh, Quan actually has a piece of art from her, too, that he just got recently. I definitely recommend checking her out. Uh, it's for Affinity slash user slash Gravewalker, which is how it's uh, how it sounds. G R A V E W A. you're giving people isn't going to work. E R what? The address you're giving people isn't going to work. Oh. Furfinity.net. Furfinity.net. You said Furfinity. Oh well, everyone knows the domain. Not everyone. Some people might get Furfinity.com and then get then get viruses or whatever. Yeah. But basically, it's it's not that it's not just because she's an amazing artist. I have been friends with her for over a year. Furfinity.com is a porn site. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Okay, but uh, I've known her for a little over a year. Her and I have become great friends. Um, her and her husband both. Uh, her husband's name is Ryoku. Uh, Ryoku Seven on Furfinity, and his art is crazy good too. Um, friends with both of them for about a year. Definitely one of the most uh, sweet. Both of them are sweet, but specifically Gray Walker. Um, her stuff is amazing. She is amazing in general, and she will make you happy and smile. And she draws macro, of course. Macro and micro. So if you have any spare change and you're looking for a commission, I recommend the heck out of her. So, kids, Ma- let me ask you this. Why did I think for so long that she was from Denver? From Denver? Yeah, cause she's from Ohio. Just like, like every other macro in the world is from Ohio. Uh, macro, micro person. Have, uh, like, I, but for whatever reason, I thought she was from Colorado. Uh, well, have you seen, like, IRL pictures of her? No. No? Okay. Why? Does she, does she look like she's from Denver? Is that, is Actually, that why Actually, I'm not she, trying to... She, I'm not trying to stereotype. But now that you just said that, I, 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 can, I can see it. Like, just even with her IRL... I don't know why. Um, she does wear a bandana all the time, but so does Eco, <laughs> and Eco doesn't look like she's from Denver. Uh, so I don't. What know. does a person from Denver in Denver. your mind look like? <laughs> if you're from Denver, please explain this mystery. <laughs> Good gosh, Hello, I'm just trying to like picture this now. This person like with a bandana and <laughs> and, and and long scraggly beard. Like I, I, I don't know what oh, I don't gosh. know what you're thinking really. I don't know either. But she just well. I, I don't know. Like I can, like I can show you what she looks like in real life. I actually, I think she's gonna be an MFF, so you get to meet her. Think, cool. I'll ask her. Um, but when you meet her, you can tell me if you think the same thing. But when you said that, all I know is I thought of her IRL, and I'm like, yeah, I don't. What? <laughs> okay, I, I kind of feel the same way. But maybe it just might be the fact that she always her style can reflect it. I don't she, know. she has the Denver style. I guess art. we've just we've just dubbed a new style of art. <laughs> Maybe it's just I was really hungry for a Denver omelet when I first saw her art. That too. Well then how just... how does it explain the fact that I kind of agree with you and I actually mean it? <laughs> because we both like Denver omelets. Yeah, cuz probably I'm in the mood for a Denver omelet too. <laughs> actually, I have no idea what makes a Denver omelet a Denver omelet. I just know that that's the only that's, that's one of like the, the three things I think of when I think of Denver. <laughs> nice. Okay, well, Mr. Panda Paws, what is your Murph Factor? Uh, Murph Factor right now is a Denver omelet. Let me guess, your Murph Factor is Dragonian. <laughs> what? No, 
Dragonian can't <laughs> no. be the Murr Factor. He, he can. He, he, he's already too much of the show. Yeah, Dragonian. <laughs> Maybe we someday. love you. Maybe someday. We uh, love. But uh, I think it's uh, a good time for me to give my shout out Murr Factor to Draco Rex. Ah. Uh, oh yes. yeah. Somebody he just both. drew you another thing. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I think at this point, how many does that make? It's your giant Tiggy Paws, which are my fave, by yeah, the there's way. Like, there's a Bobcat character in the back, too. Yeah. One, two, three, four, <laughs> nice. five that he's done way, for me. Random thing for everyone listening. Gigantic, huge, stompy, macro tiger paws are my all-time favorite. It's my guilty pleasure. Okay, moving on. But yeah, uh, so you know, it's someone who he's someone who has definitely been working a lot on his art over the past. Uh, I guess I've only followed him for about three, four months now, but I definitely know I know he's been doing that for working right. on his art for a lot longer. <laughs> and he's developing; he's coming; he's starting to develop really nicely as an artist. Uh, he works primarily in traditional sketch, although he will do digital. Uh, like inking and coloring. Right. Oh yeah, but I, I like his colored pencil. The, the the way he does colors with that a lot better. Right. I've been following his art for a very long time. I think since about two thousand eight or or so, maybe two thousand nine. But wow. um, but uh, he uh, yeah, I remember <laughs> his very early stuff was um some of it was done in MS Paint, and even even that looked good for him yes. with with the way he did shading and things like that. Microsoft MS Paint. paint it's really? hard to use, but it can do the yeah. job. Huh. Yeah, interesting. Eco started uh, with that too, I think. Actually, <laughs> anyway. And and honestly, I think that that he's somebody. He, he live streams a lot. Uh, <laughs> just oh, or, you know, word of caution because it's something I wasn't really uh, anticipating. I guess before I started watching his live streams, that there there will be you know stretches where you know nothing, not not a whole lot is happening within the stream as far as the the art goes. So just be prepared for that. You know, it's a very it's a very laid back uh, environment. There's there's chatting and stuff on there like any live stream, but <laughs> uh, it, it's it's a good thing to kind of come in and out to see you know, what he's working on at the time, uh, and probably decent chance like a thirty three percent chance that it'll be something for me because I seem to <laughs> always c- commission him for uh, for, <laughs> for stuff. Oh my gosh, what is my beef? I was not following him. I wasn't watching him. That's because you never watch any of the people I... I know, I do. I don't know why. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, Rex, yes. And uh, then that's that's all of the myrrh that we got. Yay! Uh, So it looks like we're about ready to wrap up, but we do want to go ahead and pose a question to the audience so that they can submit some stuff and we can read on that little interlude thing we we like to do when, when we're not doing a full episode. Riddle me this, Batman. So the the question uh, that I have here, I'd like to see, first I'd like to see what you guys answer and I can answer it myself as well, mm-hmm. is in addition to size change, whether it's growth or shrinking, and you can pick yes. one or the other, mm-hmm. uh, if, if, you could, if, you ha- if you could pair another kind of transformation along with it, what would you pick and why? What do you think would best complement or maybe best contrast right. with size change, uh, growing or shrinking? Hmm. And feel free to, like, like anything. Like, you could even come up with a transformation if there's not any that already exist. 
completely I mean, there's definitely open range. Some, you know, there's definitely some you know that are commonly paired right. with 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 this kind of thing, but if you have something that you feel is hyper... a little less common. Yeah. Yeah. So like transformations, you could use the commons, you could use uncommons, you could come up with your own. Just feel free to explore and think about it while you're bored at work or class or something. I don't know. So do you have do you have a uh, uh, an answer for that, Kenson? Um. Hmm. Well, I mentioned in a in the podcast with Sylvan back in episode two. Eventually, I might get to the point where I just can't remember the episodes, but I can, so I'll do it <laughs> while I can. Um. I had mentioned that thanks to my friend uh, Haya, who is a tar, that I have actually got gained an affinity for tars. So. Mm, I well, I could say uh, transforming into a tar, but there is also another one that is just really, it, it's it's really general, it's really basic, but yet it still holds really core to me because I actually I'm both anthro and feral. There is a little bit more of a, a magical sense about um, whenever I grow, dropping on all fours, and like being anthro at first, like growing huge, like 500 feet tall, and then dropping on all fours, and then both forepaws slam down, and then I'm I'm a five, or, well, not 500 foot tall, but like, whatever the proportion would be, huge, cheetah, feral. So I guess a feralized transformation along with growing, and also shrinking. Okay. That'd be interesting. becoming the size of a kitten. It's oh, that'd be adorable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because, like, okay, I don't know about you guys, but I think being feral there's a lot more cute that can come out of it because when you have your hind paws curled and showing your pads with tongue sticking out playfully and forepaws curl just purry it's like ah <laughs> can't really do that so well when you're an anthro you can but feral knocks it out of the park i think it depends on the type of, of species you are i mean something that's you know that's more of a not like a wolf or a yeah, and more of a predator type species. Not that cheetahs aren't, but you know, but that is that is something I'm that would be predator. more vicious and less. Uh, I'm just talking, uh, and, and less uh, cutesy. Yes, yeah, I kind of yeah. There are certain species that have higher traits of cute than others, but mm, I think everything that is covered in fur or scales can be cute or anything. So, what about yours, uh, panda paws? Do you when have I one? ask the question, I get to go last. Who, who, oh. uh, okay, what about the, you, Frida? Well, uh, I think um, somewhat of a, a werewolf-type transformation would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I think like, if you, <laughs> you start it as a human, and then if you transform into a wolf or something like that, and then on top of that, you grew to be oh. giant. Love or that. It, it might, might be even funnier if, if you uh, got smaller... Because then you'd be a werewolf, but you wouldn't be powerful like a <laughs> like a werewolf would be. Yeah. I will eat your soul. An inch tall. <laughs> Gosh, uh, yeah, that's actually a good one. Because, and that's actually also um, I said a basic one, and that's also another basic one. Like, that's even yeah. in popular video games, like of, like Skyrim. I thought of it as soon as you said it, because werewolf transformation. No, they don't shrink when you transform to a werewolf. Yeah, you do get a little bigger. Yeah, you, you, yeah, well, not, not really. I like a foot taller. I think I think it's more of just the the camera 
zooms out and forces you into third person. Okay, yeah. I, I always play in third person, though. Because <laughs> I go that's... against the rules. <laughs> yeah. Not with Fallout that, that's, 3, That's though. a shame. Not with Fallout 3, though. The graphics oh, are yeah. pretty on Skyrim. Uh, if you tried to play Fallout 3 in third person, oh, you would hate that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what about you, Panda Paws? And so your own question. I should have thought of an answer before I asked the question. <laughs> uh, so... You can do it. I guess I would like, uh, you know, as, along with along with growth, I think that, you know, something that would be real kind of, you know, interesting to see. I, I don't think the best way to describe it, like a Stretch Armstrong type thing. You know, oh. where you can actually, like, like uh, you're stretching up, but you're also more flexible and and and, right. and, and you can kind of... Kind of like and, a monkey de Luffy. Yeah. <laughs> or, or there was an episode of The Simpsons, I think, one of the Halloween specials, where oh. Bart had that power to be, like, Elastic Boy. Uh, yeah, because and... actually... Um... Uh, Fantastic Four, Mr. Fantastic, he actually has the ability to be huge, but he doesn't, like, gain mass. He's just, he can become bigger. So. Well, so that's what I'm thinking. Like, not, that's I, also I think gaining. with this, you would still be able to gain mass. Yes. But also, you know, as, you know, you may suddenly just decide to, oh, I'm going to stretch my stretch head up 15 stories so I can see what's going on on the roof of this building. Right. That would be interesting. That'd be kind of... I guess I guess it's something that's that, that is some, that's almost like a another type of growth in a way, but not Stretch, really because yeah. it's, it's stretching. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, that's it's uncommon. Something yeah. that I think you, I've not just seen a lot of that, and you know maybe there's a reason. Maybe it isn't that interesting, but I think that it's that is something that could be interesting. Yeah, actually, that is the first time I've ever heard of it. But now that I have heard of it and successfully processed it through my brain and visualized it, I guarantee you it's out there. I guarantee you that there is that uh, there is that stretch aspect because you you see inflation and you see other stuff like you know along with growing, but stretching is also getting bigger because when you grow technically you stretch because like whenever you see someone draw a piece of art and someone's growing the common onomatopoeias quote I guess onomatopoeias are grow stretch uh, bulge or something and then it just you know. It is expanding. Stretch is definitely a synonym for expand. But 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 I think yeah, and, and it's not really meant in the same way then. Right. It's it's meant in more of a extreme. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's my answer. I like that because uh, it's outside of common, and I like that. So awesome. Right. And so, if you have an answer, send your email to sizematterspodcast at gmail dot com yes. or mail at sizematterspodcast. Dot com both right, of those right. should work. Yes. Uh, what else do we have? We have a Twitter account at Size Matters Cast, <laughs> and we're on Fur Affinity because I am, and you are, and yes. everyone's on Fur Affinity because Yay! the other sites always go down, and Fur Affinity goes down too, but maybe not quite <laughs> as much. And we're also on the Moon, thanks to right now draws on the Moon with Claw. <laughs> There's a bulletin board up there. Read it. Important information I am up there. Falling asleep as we talk. No, so uh, you're too fluffy to fall asleep. I fall, you get falling asleep on. Uh, but it's so comfortable. Just curl my tail up. I know. 
Gosh, when you have a tail that poofy, do you even need a bed? No, well, no. <laughs> yes. Well, I can be your bed, right? So, podcast. Done. Yay. Wee. Bye. No. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll do the little interlude thing, and then we won't go another long period like we did last time, we promise. I know. Uh, we'll yeah. have Dragonian on in a couple weeks mm-hmm. as the guest. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. At least he said that he, he is all for it. So, Dragonian, uh, get! Yeah. We'll, 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 make, we'll make that happen. Yes. Until then, love you guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, have a good good week. And mega kitty stretch. Watch <laughs> out for those big paws and small furs. Yes. Special and thanks to a certain Frieder. Coasting into the finish line on this podcast because I'm tired. Hey, Frieder, thanks for being on the podcast. Hey, no problem, guys. Bye-bye, guys. See you. See you, right, guys. Goodbye, Keep everybody. calling Stompy Paws. Later. Train wreck at the end. <laughs> <laughs>